Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we are sitting in our living room with a babe on Jill's knee, and our son Calvin is sitting on the couch. Just kidding. Uh, that was supposed to be a joke about me being a babe, I guess. I didn't really think that went out that well. Um, no, the babe, Calvin, is on Jill's knee. And we have a list of our top uh. ten. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> Thank you for that laugh. <laughs> Calvin, that laugh sounds a little forced. If you're going to laugh, give it some, give it a little more oomph. Uh, we have a list of our top 10 favorite seasons of television from 2019. So that would not be, you know, just like our favorite show that has also had a season this year, but specifically seasons of television that have aired this year. So that was a little tricky to narrow down. I think we watched about 38 seasons of television. Maybe didn't complete every single Whoa. one of them. But came pretty close. We watched at least more than half of 38 seasons. So that's what this is based on. So. Um, oh, I wanted to mention that we have not watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season three yet. Mm, uh-huh. That just aired a couple weeks ago, I think, on Amazon Prime. Jill. Yes. What is your number 10? The other two. The other two? Oh, wow. Cool. Why are you surprised? That didn't make my list. Oh. But I, I'm glad you liked it because it's a show that I love the people in. Yeah. It just was hard. It got edged out by a lot of other great television. Yeah. This was killer to make this list. Yeah. So that's that was my yeah. first gut instinct. So here you go. Well, you're making it me regret not putting it on my list. Um, I feel like I'm already having regrets. I know. Me too. <laughs> Once you say things that are on my honorable yeah. mentions, I'm going to feel awful. All right. Uh, for me, my number 10 was The OA, which was season two. Really? Yeah. You weren't into the se- second season? No. To be honest, mm. I don't even really remember the second season. Okay. I remember so much from the first one. Yeah. And the second one was forgettable for me. That, that might have been one of those like first season bleeds into my... Second season experience, uh-huh. which I was trying not to do with this it's list. so hard. Yeah. I will start us off with our number nine. My number nine was HBO's show Euphoria. Mm-hmm. That was one that I wasn't really sure how I was feeling about it as I was watching it. I knew that I wanted to keep watching it. It was, it was really interesting. But it stuck with me a lot. I think it's a combination of the stylistic choices, which are really bold and inventive. And I thought it was... One of the more uh, three-dimensional trans characters I've seen on television. That's my number nine. What about you? Uh, My number nine was Succession. Okay. That's on my list as well. And that was a hard one to not want to put higher because of Succession as a whole. Oh, okay. Interesting. just loving the entire thing, but I was trying to limit it to this this season compared to other seasons this year. So you prefer season one of Succession? (sighs) It's too hard for me to separate. Okay. I yeah. see. Um, number eight is Fleabag. Uh, yes, 
Fleabag is on my list. That was that was fantastic. Speaking of inventive, like that show with its breaking of the fourth wall, I thought that was some of the best uses of that technique I've ever seen. Yeah, she is a unique lady. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes, and I think pretty. She fantastic. is pretty. Oh, oh, fantastic! And pretty beautiful. Pretty good looking. What's your number eight? My I gotta eight, know. My number eight is season two of Barry. Ugh. <laughs> You're like, ah, didn't make your list? Nope. I think I liked season two of Barry better than season one. There's a couple of episodes. There's, there's one episode that was kind of um, almost like an art film <laughs> with uh, Chinese-style um, martial art choreography, and that was just really different. And then there's an episode that I found to be very poignant, which is unusual for this comedic series. So that's my number eight. What's your number seven? Uh, seven, I have Mandalorian. Wow. So do you have that on your list? Yes, but it's or, higher. It's higher, yeah. I expected it to kind of have a beginning, a middle, and end. Each episode has consequences that lead to the next. But there's been like three or four episodes that could have been in any order, just kind of showing escapades of Baby Yoda and Mando that I think because I was expecting something different, that made the show a little lower in my estimation. But I don't know if that's fair. That, it, I, I imagine that could change with time. My number seven is Shrill. Mm-hmm. It's it? so hard for me to speak specifically about these seasons because I don't remember details. It's just kind of general feelings that I have, unless I watched them very recently. Yeah. And we tend to binge shows, and that doesn't help recall, I don't think. When you're uh, binging a show, it doesn't, it doesn't help stick with you as much. But I, I just remember her kind of doing that genre Better than I think I've ever seen it. Uh-huh. What is your uh, number six? Righteous Gemstones. Ah, yeah. It's on my honorable mentions. Oh, my gosh. How was it on your honor? It was I so know. funny. I agree. I. Ugh. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. I, I think I may have laughed the most constantly uh-huh. during that show. Yeah. And it has a really solid ending, too. I wasn't really sure. It's fantastic. Yeah, how they were going to wrap that up. What's your six? My six is I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. I knew that would make your list. <laughs> That's a sketch show on Netflix. It has the famous sketch with the uh, focus group and the man who all he wants in a car is a steering wheel that doesn't fly off while you're driving. Either that or one that's too small. Or stinky. You want your car to be stinky? <laughs> Is that did that uh, not yet make your list? That uh... Hon- honorable mention. Okay, my number my number five is Pen Fifteen. <sighs> Excellent. Yeah, Pen Fifteen. I I think that if Shrill and Pen Fifteen hadn't come out the same year, I would have not. I would have. I felt like I had to pick one or the other, which is so dumb. Oh, that's sad. That was really sad. Uh, I feel like that shows my male bias, and not. I don't not mean cool. like that's sad that you did that. I mean, it's just sad that you had to choose between them. And I didn't. It was a weird, stupid <laughs> thing that I did. You're stupid male. Yeah. With bias. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Pen Fifteen, I think you were talking about like a show that makes you laugh throughout. It was cringe humor for sure. Yeah. But I was constantly laughing. Yeah. Yeah. 
for the the first episode where you see two 30-year-olds playing eighth graders <laughs> was confusing. Um, but then I think maybe I either like quickly Googled it and said like these two, the two, you know, showrunners who play eighth grade versions of themselves at 30 years old. I was like, okay, I get it. I'm in. Um, so it, it was a second for me to adjust, but I think that's a hilarious premise. You're number four? No, five. Oh, sorry, you're number five. Dickinson. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was also a very inventive mm-hmm. show. It was different. I think I was really impressed with the the tone. It mm-hmm. was it's dramatic and time period and modern and comical and love it. Yeah. Unfortunately not on my list. Bad. Did you have to choose between that and Fleabag? No, I I, I only made that uh, false dichotomy <laughs> once. <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, Mandalorian. Okay, I feel like now we're going to start getting some repeats or of each other. We better. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. I am enjoying that. it so much. Yeah. There was one episode that I episode six thought was pretty like. dumb. Yeah. Other my, than that, it's been a fun ride. For me, episode four was my least favorite. It was too much of a retread of just like, it just, like the other show has kind of just been like a nod to Westerns. This was just like a straight up Western plot that I didn't, I didn't really like that. Is that the one with like the fishing village? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't love that one either. That's true. Number four for me is Succession, which we've talked about. Uh-huh. I'll say it right now. There's a lot of HBO presence on both of our lists. HBO, despite having some uh, streaming platform competition this year, has, at least in our estimation, still held its like leadership role. <laughs> like they're still making the best content, and they're charging the most for it. <laughs> Your three. Uh, my three is Fleabag, which we've talked about. My three is Watchmen. Okay. That's on my list as well. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. So it may have helped that I had low expectations uh-huh. going into it. Yeah. Um, and I, it got better and better and better every mm-hmm. single episode, I thought. Yeah. Your number two? Pin 15. I think it's extremely difficult despite what other people might think, to play such a different age so well. Yeah. That's so hard. And they, it's like they lived that age yesterday. Uh They just go right back to it Uh in such a delightful way. So cringy. (laughs) For me, it felt like every other minute was something that I could say, yes. Yes, that too. Yes, and that too. Right. So, like, cringing at the discomfort of something I lived through, and then they let me laugh a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, My number two was Chernobyl. Is that on your list? You bet it is, baby. (laughs) I guess you could call it a TV show. It's a miniseries or limited series, Um, so we won't be getting a second season. And maybe that's part of why it was so good, because the... Showrunner just put everything <clears throat> into that season, and it's probably the most horrifying television I've seen. 
without being like jumpy scary, which I'm sure you appreciated. So we're to number one. Number one. Uh, that means it's my turn. So Watchmen is my number one. Okay. And Chernobyl is my number okay, one. Okay, so we just flip-flopped our number one and two. Yeah. Well, no, Watchmen was number three for oh, me, okay. but no problem. <laughs> you talk about Chernobyl. Uh, yeah, I think just like you were saying, it's a wonderfully horrifying horror show. Uh-huh. Something I don't usually love. I think it could have gotten really philosophical and heady, and it didn't. Hmm. Yeah. And I think I would have really not enjoyed it if it had gone in that direction. There were there know, moments, little like monologues, or and stuff. I guess yeah. it's it. They didn't neglect that side of it, mm-hmm. but they didn't just spiral into the these long conversations between two characters, weighing the yeah. moral conundrums and da 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 da. Um, instead, they kind of showed it, and yeah. Um, so it was great storytelling. Yeah, yeah. I find that a lot of times when a television writer realizes that they're writing like important television, or like um, they're like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm writing for a good TV show," they just start to get really navel gazy and self indulgent and write these long monologues. So Chernobyl sidestepped that very admirably. And I will, since my number one is Watchmen. I'll just say, love the comic. Not a big fan of the movie by Zack Snyder. So I wasn't even, like Jill said, I wasn't even thinking about this. But then I heard some rumblings on Twitter about how this is a great show to watch. And I think I, I think we started watching right as it was becoming truly great. And I think that my favorite thing about the comic was there's a few pages where Dr. Manhattan is explaining what it's like to live uh, outside of time or outside of the bounds of time. And I remember thinking, like, if the movie can do this well, then I'll love it. But the movie did not do that well. The TV show, being a sequel, managed to do it way better than the movie, and I would say equally as well as the comic or graphic novel. So that's our list, 10 to 1. I want to hear what your uh, honorable mentions are. Yeah, I just want to shout out. I mean, I think I mentioned some that you also mentioned, like... Barry and da da da. But just quick, I won't talk a lot about them, but ones that I just, I really liked were Los Spookies. Mm-hmm. That's on mine. Um, the Crown. Okay. Continues to be wonderful, I think. Um, Glow. Yeah, it's on mine. And Russian Doll. Yep, it's on mine as well. So we had very similar honorable mentions. Um, yeah, I had Righteous Gemstones, Los Spookies, Glow, and Russian Doll. <laughs> yeah, again, we watched eight, 38 seasons of TV. Having a baby. Definitely kept us away from the theater, but uh, I'd say we probably watched even more TV than usual, uh, which makes sense. We're somewhat more couch-bound, but what a year to be (laughs) couch-bound. We watched a whole season of that cooking show while I was in early labor. Oh, yeah, um, Chef, the Chef Show, which I don't think I even counted on this. (laughs) So, 39 television seasons. All right, well, this is... uh, we started with a happy baby, and we're having a fussy baby now, so I think we'll tie this off here. So sorry to interrupt your evening, Calvin. <laughs>